This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Brought to you by Canada Post. Head to canadapost.ca forward slash insight podcast for ideas to add value to your marketing. Well, I'm going to invite you to the next episode of Marketing Jam. I'm personally really excited. Uh, Sandy is here today. I've known Sandy a long time, and she has an amazing story to tell. She is the VP of Corporate Communications for Vidyard now. She uh, is a muralist, uh, has an extensive deep background in PR, and has some really great insights on all things video for agencies and brands and those working in PR, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So without further ado, I want to welcome you, Sandy, to the show. Thank you for being here. You're very welcome. Thank you for giving me a promotion as well. Uh, <laughs> I uh, have moved up to into a VP status, but uh, just to correct that, I am senior manager. Oh, sorry. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. There we go. There we go. That, that's just what we do here at Marketing yeah, Jam. We give promotions. Up, up, up level. It's all good. <laughs> so, Sandy, why don't you give the story of how your origin story, like any Marvel superhero, how did you end up where you are today? Yeah, so I have a I have a very broad background of uh, different different careers. I actually got my first job as a footlong hot dog stand server, and also serving ice cream at the corner store. Um, from there, um, I I was always exploring the creative side of life. So I had uh, big ambitions to become a photographer and an artist in a beautiful garden studio. Um, after graduating university, after um, trying to figure out how I could navigate the broadcast space so that it could fulfill my creative ventures. Um, mm -hmm. I ended up going into the world of sales, um, which yeah. was interesting because as marketers, we often, um, it, it's quite unique actually to come from a selling background and move into the marketing side versus moving uh, right up into the marketing side flat out. So yeah. got my first job um, as a BDR rep for a large enterprise selling company and uh, learned how businesses operated from uh, from the sales, the, the sales funnel perspective. Um, from there, I took a very random uh, road trip um, and went all the way out to uh, Tofino, which is in Vancouver, British Columbia, um, over a seven day period. <laughs> and uh, after sleeping on the beach for four hours there, I got back in my car, went all the way back to my home in Toronto. And uh, within six months of that time, my boyfriend and I decided to um, you know, drop out of grad school, quit my very secure uh, corporate sales job and move to a brand new province knowing no one and having no job. So that's how uh, life shifts up on you. Mm -hmm. um, from there, I actually changed, pivoted careers completely and became a portrait ba baby and maternity photographer for yep. about a year and a half, because why not? Um, it was a great way uh, to be fully frank, it was actually um, a way that I actually used to get to know people in the industry who could afford baby baby photos, which, uh, you know, it's uh, to be able to afford baby photos at that time means that you're typically a working mom and you have connections. So thanks to some of those great connections, I moved into product marketing and social media for uh, a fabric designer. So again, like I'm like pivoting all over the place here. Yeah. Um, she needed someone to help manage her social media presence. So I yep. taught her the art of communicating with the people that she was actually designing fabric for. Um, and right. she was just like, you can talk to those people. And I was just like, welcome to the world of social media. <laughs> so um, I did that for a little while with her for about a year and a half. And then I got a job um, with that company, which was just in a little garage at the time called Hootsuite um, out of Vancouver. Right. 
uh, about 30 of us in a garage trying to change the world through social media uh, and ended up staying uh, with that company for about six years time. Um, I then saw an opportunity with Vidyard, which is the company I'm working at now, uh, to shift into that early startup stage of that time of, of working with Hootsuite that I really loved. It was that, you know, really hyper thriving time where you never really know what next day is going to look like. So mm -hmm. I've been with Vidyard now for about uh, two and a half years and re recently relocated out to uh, Kitchener-Waterloo as well in Ontario from, from living in Vancouver for about eight years at that time. Cool. And is, is RIM, a.k.a. BlackBerry, just down the road from you guys? Are they still it in Kitchener-Waterloo? Yeah, so they are cool. here. So they've actually completely pivoted their product as well. They're yeah. over in enterprise security now. But what's interesting is as, uh, as RIM uh, moved into a different space, they had a ton of different pieces of hardware. They had a, obviously a huge boatload of talent, which um, has helped the Waterloo region thrive now in terms of building new technologies and um, you know, moving that talent to all the different startups that are in the region now. So it's very exciting to be a part of that. It, uh, it's, it's like a, I don't know, it, it's a perfect blend, I would say, in this region of uh, creativity, innovation, and just hyper passion, which is, you know, ingredients to startup life. That's awesome. And, and for those that don't know, what was your role at Hootsuite? What were you doing back in early days, you know, right up to when they Yeah, I started, I, so I started with them as a public relations specialist, uh, moved into public relations uh, manager, then external communications manager, and then uh, corporate communications by the time that I had um, left them. Okay. So we met originally back then when it was Invoke, and, they, and Invoke still existed as this like little marketing firm. Yes. And I would volunteer for Ryan to be his owl at events. So I would put Amazing. on the old, the original owl suit with the really long kind of awkward nose, and um, uh, and yeah, 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 absolutely. It's a, it, you know what? There's some some charming times of working with companies as they start to have you know, a bit more budget to buy a new Owley costume. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's really fun. One of my favorite stories, uh, my, one of my favorite just experiences of working with Hootsuite is um, every time that I would, you know, just want to reinvigorate the staff, I would just pull out those couple very early news articles in the West Ender, the little like local publications that mm -hmm. sit on the street corner. And, you know, it's, it's nice to just remind people where we came from and where we're going and where we are today. It's, it's a really exciting experience and everyone has a good laugh. Awesome. So, Sandy, I need to know, are you an iOS or an Android person? I am so iOS. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> and, super iOS. And what are the apps on your phone that you can't live without every day that you're like, these are my go-to apps, both personally and professionally? Yeah, so uh, I would say Trello for sure. Um, okay. I use Trello both uh, for personal life and professional life, okay. uh, as well as to run a small business I've got on the side. So yeah. we've got uh, between those three applications of Trello, probably a good hundred boards or more. Um, yeah. I also um, get made fun of by my husband because I'm obsessed with calendaring. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. I need my, my life calendared in order to mm -hmm. prioritize time and manage it, um, get the goals done on time. Uh, from there, um, LinkedIn and Instagram, I spend, yeah. uh, those are the two networks, uh, social networks of choice. I spend a lot of time on there. Yeah. Um, Spotify and Audible for yeah. uh, entertainment and learning and music. And then um, just notes and camera app, which 
yeah. you know, everything's built in one. Got to always be recording, right? Yeah. Um, those are the ones I cannot live without. The one that I'm um, really excited about right now, um, I ironically just started using it yesterday. And the company that I'm working with here, Vidyard, we have a Chrome extension called Go Video, and it's oh. all it's been a desktop um, application. And we're in uh, beta with a few customers. We're actually about to go public with uh, bringing Go Video to the app store. Um, so we're going to be able to make Go videos wherever and whenever you are. And it's been exciting because some of our uh, customers have actually, you know, they've made Go videos from um, ski lifts to their team for internal comms. And it's like, wow. you know, wherever and whenever you are to be able to put video and email is uh, it's a pretty fun thing. Awesome. Now, what about um, like books, magazines, podcasts that you want to recommend to those that are in our industry? Yeah, so for um, for the comms industry specifically, um, most of the magazines I read, to be honest, are on the creative and art side of my life. Yeah. So I'll skip over yeah. that section. But um, in the magazine or the books space, uh, Creativity Inc. is one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, with Ed Catmull, uh, it's, it, you know, game changer. Obviously, it's, it's, you know, not unique at all, but How to Win Friends and Influence People was probably the first book I read when I got into PR. Um, the Age of Insight is a quest for understanding the unconscious in art, mind, and the brain. It's actually really interesting because it talks about, uh, it's, it's a blend of how people perceive the world around them, which is designed around the visual arts industry, but has so much application to the comms and marketing industry as well. Uh, I recently read uh, Never Split the Difference because I'm trying to get better at just my personal ability for negotiating. Uh, I found that one to be a really good one in the PR space. Um, another one, again, that blends the comms and art space is the $12 million stuffed shark. It's on the economics of the contemporary art industry, but yeah. very yeah. interesting because, again, blends so much of the media landscape and how we experience and interact with the world around us. So it's funny how the, the two industries that I'm very passionate about combine, mm. they combine themselves so often. And, and those that don't know, you and your partner are muralists as well. Yeah. Is that what you yeah. call yourselves? Yeah, uh, commercial illustration, commercial yeah. illustration or murals. Um, we've got a business on the side doing that. So um, that all started when I was working at Hootsuite because mm -hmm. we um, we had a call for mural artists to bring in, you know, their talents to yeah. overhaul some of the boardrooms and spaces. And um, we had no professional work at that time, but decided to put a pitch in there and. Uh, ended up getting that pitch selected. Mm. Um, over a couple of years, we ended up painting four murals for Hootsuite, and then a number of other tech companies in Vancouver wanted murals. And, uh, and they're beautiful. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I've so seen them. I've seen them up close. I've touched them before. Yeah. <laughs> we've now spread uh, a lot of that illustration work to different uh, applied products. We've done uh, beer cans. Uh, we've done some bike frames, T-shirts. Uh, there's lots of different things that uh, that the art now lives on, which I never imagined at the time, but. Uh, it's, it's pretty fun to just make people smile when they see an otherwise blank moment and yeah. a bunch of squiggles that you do seem to make them, you know, a little bit happier than they were five minutes ago. That's, that's, that's the magic right there. Awesome. So Sandy, I need to ask just with the position that you're in and being able to work with brands all over the world uh, with Vidyard mm -hmm. and, and your kind of insights on video, what are the trends that you're seeing happening in marketing uh, and in PR that, that we need to be aware of and we need to keep uh, you know, keep up with? 
Yeah, I'd say uh, the biggest trend right now is obviously, uh, you know, it, it seems to have always been the year of video for the last five years, but I genuinely think that um, it is the year of video. Uh, everyone is looking for video, the amount of traffic that depends on video. I think it's right now 75% uh, of internet traffic uh, bandwidth is all video. Um, we are just trying to educate and up-level brands' comfort and ability to be able to get on camera. So whether, you know, try to identify those fears of, you know, maybe you feel, you feel like you don't have an in-house production team and uh, you're nervous to maybe use your mobile phone in a professional setting. It's There's so many ways now uh, to connect with the person on the other end. You know, right now you're, you're doing a podcast right now, which typically podcasts were all audio. Uh, but the fact that we are in, uh, we're in a visual format, it, you know, it allows me to feel like I'm with you in a room, even though we're, uh, I don't even know, 6,000 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of distance there. And, uh, yeah. the fact that we're having a conversation is a pretty, pretty great thing, uh, for sales, for marketing and, mm -hmm. um, for those of for listeners who are in the PR and comm space, you know, I used to depend so much on uh, being at different conferences and events to have those, you know, to build those bonding relationships with the reporters that would then, you know, turn around and, and come up with a story. Uh, and now it's so interesting because I can do that without having to necessarily feel like I have to travel all the time. And I do that with uh, with video pitching. Uh, so that's that's something that I started doing about two years ago. Uh, essentially, what video pitching is, is just instead of writing a flat typed email to a reporter, mm -hmm. um, I make a video just like we're doing right right now, uh, like this, where they open up their inbox, they see an email uh, with a, a GIF of me waving. So, and it often, um, you know, will write the reporter's name on a whiteboard or um, just make it custom. Like sometimes I'll do a like a screen share over their LinkedIn and they'll see their LinkedIn profile and they'll wonder why my little head is is beside it. So they'll click play. Uh, there's lots of different, you know, tricks. And I would say uh, we live in a pretty vanity filled world where people are uh, very sensitive on their personal and professional reputations. So uh, video is a really nice way to help build those relationships. That's amazing. So Vidyar, thinking mm -hmm. of that, using the tool, you're saying that people can actually get videos in real time. Explain that, because if say I'm a PR professional, how does that work? Mm -hmm. Do I download Vidyar? Do I subscribe to it? How does the tool work? Yeah, so from a comms and PR perspective, the portion of Vidyard, uh, which would be the most relevant for this conversation, is uh, it's a Chrome extension that's free called Vidyard Go Video. Uh, that's G-O Go Video. Um, and what that allows you to do is um, whether you're in Outlook or you're in Gmail, you can hit this little green button uh, right in the Compose window yeah. and it'll use your, your camera right on the yeah. computer here or an external camera, whatever you choose. Uh, to allow you to do a, a, a screen share. So there's different okay. options. You can either do uh, a full face screen view like mm -hmm. we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. You could do a different option where there's a little tiny circle in the bottom hand mm -hmm. corner with your face and maybe you're reviewing a piece of content in the background. Or wow. for those of you who are not uh, ready to get on video yet, you can actually just do a full screen share with, uh, with voiceover. Um, so it's a really nice way to just show a reporter versus tell them. You know, I, wow. I had this conversation with um, a friend of mine who works at VentureBeat. Mm -hmm. I've known him now yeah. seven or eight years. And yeah. he told me in my first year of working in the PR industry that yeah. he receives 800 emails a day. And when I heard that, I was, you know, comms in a little startup thinking, how the heck am I supposed to get noticed? Yeah, You know, it's 
the the way that I can now get noticed by putting by embedding emails right into the or videos right into those emails it's it's impressive to get the responses back from reporters who then turn around and say I've never seen anything like this before like thank you so much for showing this to me or some of them will forward it to the to their colleagues which I can then um so again, the point of the point of this is that the videos go in the email, but then as people click play and watch the videos, I get these uh, immediate notifications that show me, you know, Darian may have watched forty eight point two percent of my video, or oh, maybe wow. he watched a particular moment a number of times, or maybe mm -hmm. he forwarded it to different people across his organization. Um, I get those the vi the visual data uh, analytics on the other end as a PR person. So it helps me understand, you know, if someone watches 6.1% of my video, yeah. you know, I have to question myself, maybe when my video, my video was too long, or maybe they're not, maybe they are not the right reporter, they cover a different area. Whereas if they watch like 100%, which is awesome, or even like 96%, you know, that means that I've entertained them at least, <laughs> yeah. they might be engaged in what I'm talking about, but they also might you know, just have never seen anything like this before. So they've, uh, okay. they've watched the video. And so are people limited in, on how many uses they can do a month? Or like, how does Vidyard do no. that? No, so the, the free tool, that's the free Chrome extension is unlimited, make as much as you want. Um, our, our business model to move up from there is as you want more trackable features, then you would move into a pro or enterprise model. So as right. you want more of that analytic data to move into uh, Marketo or HubSpot or Salesforce or 35 or 40, I think, partners now that we've got, um, that video viewing data becomes part of selling or marketing records. So instead of, you know, think about if I download a white paper off, yeah. you know, adobe.com, yeah. uh, Adobe now has all of my marketing, you know, my marketing content so they can go out and reach out to me later. But it's, there's always been that sort of black hole scenario where if they watch a video, I don't get that data. So that's like, that's what Vidyard is doing is we're filling that hole. So the analytics of watching videos can then be tied back to, to records. And so your model in here in based in Canada is like, Hey, here's a free product and it's mm -hmm. awesome. And it's going to change how you do PR. It's going to change how you communicate internally It's going to mm -hmm. change how you communicate to your stakeholders. But if you want to really geek out and get more deeper analytics and help your intense sales team that wants to like have a robust sales team, then you're yep. paying. But otherwise, yeah. you offer this amazing product for free. Yeah, yeah. So our okay. our product is built primarily for marketers and sales teams, um, yeah. and then we there's a lot of use case around the internal communications perspective yeah. for comms people who are in smaller orgs who you know have to manage internal comms within their teams. A lot of us do that. Um, wow. I find video such a great way to actually connect with the people. So our our executive leadership team here, they often will make go videos, send them out to their teams, but then there's functionality which will allow track back so they can see, you know, maybe John Smith only watched 6% and he's, he claimed he watched the whole thing, right? Uh, mm. So there's different track back functionality so that senior leaders can actually track who's, um, you know, who's engaging content as well. And especially think about like the fact that I'm, I was working in a remote office in Vancouver and then yeah. I moved to Ontario. Uh, for teams that are dispersed around different regions, videos, it's the next best thing to being there in person with someone. So it, uh, it really helps build that, that community and culture within organizations. 
when it comes to video and, and maybe video outside of email and pitching and sales, what are some <laughs> trends that you're seeing and, and tools and, and websites that people should be on and should be uh, involved with? Yeah. Um, so trends, obviously videos taking on social web and inbound. It's not just uh, living on YouTube anymore. Um, they live on LinkedIn now. You can do link videos right to LinkedIn. And that live is coming out in the next couple I, months. I know. So I was just yeah. sitting down at this same table that I'm at right now last week, and I was saying to our, our comms and social lead, like, when is LinkedIn going to get more into video? Because I am a big LinkedIner, but that's always been a, a soft spot. It's like, when am I going to be able to have better engagement with LinkedIn video? And then he's like, live streaming just got announced yesterday. And I was just yeah. like, um, so that's that is really exciting. I find just the the capabilities of live streaming, especially on a platform like LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a very different demographic and audience than Instagram does. So to be able to reach the business professional and the three thousand connections that that business professional may have, whether they're you know at a conference in LA or they're on top of a ski hill, that there's some really interesting possibilities that are going to happen once LinkedIn Live is going. Uh, so again, you know, that's, that's a, that's a trend is, uh, streaming. Streaming is now anywhere and everywhere. Um, yeah, I've been Twitch. exploring, yeah, Twitch, uh, you know, YouTube live, um, yeah. IGTV had, you know, yeah. took a, took an attempt. It's, uh, seems to have chilled out a little bit and it's, uh, maybe it's success there, but, um, you can have that conversation with lots of different people. There's lots of opinions on that. Um, but even, um, Instagram live in the story yeah. view is, is really interesting. I've been reading a lot about how Instagram is actually, it sounds like the long-term vision is to swap um, stories with the trend feed because yeah. you look at the feed and it's it's quite flat versus yeah. the engagement is happening on stories. So, yes. you know, I'm curious to see where all that goes and um, ultimately be, you know, attuned and be, be at the head of the realm. <laughs> head of the I watched a... I watched a live interview on Instagram last night, like Instagram Live, but it was a yeah. really well, like the the sound and the light, like the way it was done was so well done. Yeah. And it was really engaging. And then my son was telling me that he watched a concert by a, a musician named Marshmallow on a <laughs> video game called Fortnite. So he's playing yes. this video game and you could go and watch a live concert by a character who's a real life person, but in the game he was, yeah his character doing a concert. It was incredible. It's yeah, that's that, that alone is, I, I, I just wish, I wish I could fast forward time to see what that means, <laughs> but I it's also, be okay scary. To <laughs> yeah. also okay to wait. Um, we just launched, um, a, a report, I believe it was two weeks ago now, but it's called okay. the state of video report. Um, it's okay. not gated. So there's no, you don't oh, have to fill out a form. Mm -hmm. It's just an open yeah. piece of content out there. Um, but what it does is actually goes through the state of video content in 2019. Uh, it's wow. a really good report on uh, how video is everywhere and the implications that it's having, um, how it is taking on web social and inbound, um, yeah. some of the, the top tools um, and tech that people are using now. So that part I actually found really good because you just asked about uh, tools and tech. That report introduced me to so many pieces of tools and tech surrounding video uh, that will be useful for the PR professional. So I definitely and say take a look at that. Um, where do you find it? What's the website, the URL? It is vidyard.com backslash state of video report with a little dash between state of video report. Uh, if you just type Vidyard state of video, it, it should be a top piece, but um, you could download a, a full PDF of it, or you can just uh, play with the interactive version that's online. And um, we're finding a lot of, uh, 
a lot of reporters actually using the stats that are in there. And, you know, it's, it was an experiment for us to put out a, yeah. an, an ungated piece of content, but we also want to, you know, educate the industry on where video is going and why they, you know, why it should be important to them. You can make a video of the report. You could make, you could, you could. There's also, <laughs> if you scroll all the way to the very bottom of the report, after the um, tools and text section, yeah. there's um, a really good comprehensive list that was uh, somewhat crowdsourced here yeah. on the top people and blogs to follow in the video industry oh, or in the video marketing resource. industry. So um, definitely give that a read. It's uh, I think anyone and everyone can learn something from that piece. Um, and yeah. it, like I mentioned, it's about two weeks old now. So. Uh, this coming May as well, we're launching, uh, every year we launch a video and business enterprise report as well. Wow. And we've done that now for four years. So mm -hmm. it's interesting because we'll go back and um, take pieces of content that, uh, you know, that may have performed better four years ago. Mm -hmm. We'll compare them against how they're performing now and do a, a year over year view. So uh, stay tuned. Mm -hmm. That's coming in May. And um, yeah, lots of it's, it's a It's a fun industry to work in ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a question. I'm a, I have an agency, and and again, we have a small enough staff that it's easy to talk to them all. But I want to yeah. send a message out to our clients, like our key, because we we have clients on retainer, and I want to send a video message to them. So we do a yeah. newsletter once a month. But could I? Again, I'm just making an assumption here because I haven't used Vidyard yet. Yeah. Um, I open up my uh, browser, Chrome browser, and I yeah. open up my Gmail or or whatever, and I shoot a little video, being like. Hey everyone, just want to say it's Darian. It's the week of, you know, this week in March or June. And hey, some cool trends that are happening. I just want to say a little, like a quick little one minute video. Can I hit a couple buttons and it auto loads it to like Cyber Impact, our email um, service provider, and it will send it to all of our clients that are on a special list, like a, like a client, Jelly client list? Is it like a Zapier maybe or a tool that will connect those two? Um, would, it would be, would that be a similar application to how you'd use HubSpot? It'd be like that, or, or MailChimp, or uh, yeah. like, a, like an email provider like that. Yeah, so for example, HubSpot, um, HubSpot just, they saw a huge investment opportunity in video this year. Mm. Um, and they actually partnered, they selected video out of all the different technologies mm. to power uh, what's called HubSpot video. And yeah. uh, that that's exactly what it does, is uh, you can embed the emails right in all of your marketing content, or your just wow. your general updates. Um, I find, like, for what you're doing on a, an agency level, yeah. when sometimes I'll just, I'll create a video. If you want to spend, you know, zero money and do it without moving to a pro or enterprise product, you can use the extension, create the video. Uh, you can BCC, BCC different, con different people yeah. in the feed um, yeah. and go from there. But specifically, I, you know, might want to take that one offline. I would love to figure out how we can yeah. help you, help you on that oh, one. That's awesome. But on the HubSpot side, what you're saying yeah. is if I've got, leads again on the other yeah. side like whether you know or, or and again on the PR side if I've got leads or prospects yeah. and they're not even getting back to me and I've sent this beautiful proposal and I've sent them really nice emails and maybe even yeah. animated gifts in my email but what you're saying is you can send a video that's like hey remember me I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that yeah. might be a way to wake them up and maybe at least get some sort of response because sometimes things just go cold or you get ghosted yeah yeah, and then if okay. they watch the video within HubSpot, then that viewing data would move back into their HubSpot records. So um, it'll just give you that fully comprehensive view of engagement on your on your prospect side. Wow. Yeah. And then, Sandy, uh, anything else that you want to share with listeners and viewers, something that you're seeing or something that you really want people to kind of take away from this? Um, 
No, I was going to actually, one of the things I was going to mention is some of the brands that I'm following that are doing really interesting yeah. things. Specifically, I would say um, I'm going to blend the comms social and marketing perspective oh, please, in this answer please. but uh, some smaller ones maybe a little bit less on a uh, little bit more unheard of uh, first one will be saddleback leather uh, okay. They make beautiful leather bags out of, uh, I believe they're just outside of Texas. Uh, they have, they have done, I've been, I've been following them on all of their channels and networks and things for about 10 years now. And what I love about them is it's a, a mom and pop shop. It's a husband and wife who started this business and wow. they have built this like global empire of beautiful mm. products and ambassadors to promote their products. Mm. So anytime their bags are out in the wild, they yeah. are just constantly tagging, engaging, mm. you know, it, they're one of the most human faced brands that I've, that I've watched okay. considering how small they are. Uh, Saddleback leather. Saddleback leather. Yeah. Okay. Saddleback leather. Cool. Another one in that same space is Filson. I love what they're doing because they have, bl they've blended, you know, lifestyle, uh, mm. with their product and similar, similar to what Herschel's doing as well. But mm. it's, uh, it's that blend of how can your product impact my mm. life? And I want you to yeah. show me and tell me and use wow. video and photo and, uh, you know, audio to, to bring that experience back home to me. Um, so I would just say that, you know, it's some of the smaller companies are, they are game changers. You know, they see opportunity, mm. they test things, they try different things. And, um, you know, the bigger groups that are out there, they may have mm. a lot of budget, but, mm -hmm. you know, they may not have the, the creativity that some of the, you know, more financially challenged companies yeah. are trying yeah. to hack the marketing system. Yeah. I heard a term recently, it's uh, virality does not discriminate. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I think I've heard that one as well. Yeah. So I would say that's a good, uh, good one to lead off on is, yeah, just it, make sure that um, when you're watching the different PR and comms practices from all of the different, you know, whether you're watching your competitors or people in your space, I also really like to make sure that I'm watching a, a, a very broad blend of different companies and in different industries uh, with different mm -hmm. budgets, because yeah. they're going to give you ideas that you know, maybe your competitor isn't doing, you could jump on that will completely mm. differentiate what you're up to. Wow. Sandy, mm -hmm. this has been amazing. Thank you so much for making time today. Yeah. Uh, coming in on video. This is, this is great. So those that are watching uh, and those that are listening, uh, this was Sandy Pell from Vidyard. Uh, make sure you check it out. There's some, it sounds like a lot of great resources on the Vidyard's website. So make sure you check that out, subscribe to their e-newsletter, follow them on social. Mm -hmm. uh, and those of you that are in any form of marketing, communications, PR, it sounds like they have a wealth of resources. And man, a uh, huge hat tip to HubSpot for uh, partnering with you. That's, that's a huge kudos and mm -hmm. great for you for being in another amazing Canadian company that's um, leading the charge globally for all things video. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the podcast as well. And uh, for anyone who's inspired by anything that I've said, uh, you know, drop me an invite on LinkedIn. Like I said, I'm a big advocate of LinkedIn and um, happy, to help, happy to help guide you through some of those challenges that you might be having on a video or uh, comms front as well. That's awesome. And Sandy, if there's any new developments on the video side, maybe we could do a live LinkedIn interview once they launch and we can uh, test that out. Uh, we can do that. That would be great. <laughs> Thank you awesome. so much. Awesome. Thanks, Take care. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time.
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.